Hey folks, I'm Michael J. Penny. Welcome to the five paragraph business plan tutorials. By now you've looked through the materials and have got the book sitting in front of you. You've seen how the five paragraph business plan is action oriented, breaking big, huge plans into bite-sized objectives. During this tutorial, we are going to talk about the execution paragraph and specifically commander's intent, center of gravity, critical vulnerability, the exploitation plan, and the desired end state. So in the last episode, we were talking about the how associated with the, ex the execution paragraph. And again, in the execution paragraph, what we're talking about is you framed it up through the situation, through the mission paragraph. Somebody has read your mission statement and your directives, and they have said, how in the heck is this guy going to get it done? This guy or gal, whoever you may be out there sitting down with your book, writing everything out. And again, I highly encourage you follow along in your guidebook. You know, if, you, if you're one of those people where it's like, hey, I'd rather check out the template first. I totally get it. I'm the exact same way. Fill in your info right on this same page where the episodes are. Grab the template. Follow along with the tutorial episodes. And... Uh, and see whether or not you want to make the next step further. If you get hung up at any point in time and you want to contact somebody for a 15-minute phone call, I totally get it. Now, keep in mind, it's it's not just 15 minutes and you're done. Once you complete that first 15 minutes, you're going to have a starting point. You're going to have a workbook, right? You're guaranteed your free workbook after completing the fi the first 15 minutes, if the conversation runs on longer than that, so be it. Makes sense, right? It, it probably will. But we want to make sure that you have a solid starting point within that first 15 minutes. That is our goal. So that within a 15-minute phone call, you could be like, bing, got it, thank you. Turn around to be able to go and take charge. Be able to go and start moving on with the next stage of that plan, wherever it may be. So getting into it, the execution paragraph, specifically commander's intent. And this is the purpose of accomplishing the overall mission in a professional manner. You, the operational leader, you, the executive leader, you, the entrepreneur, you are the commander. Your intent is baseline saying this is the, I'm using air quotes here, this is the quote unquote right way the right guidelines. And if you were to conduct yourself in a decent manner and accomplishing the mission, essentially. So it's based on leadership's goals. And that could be executive leader. That could be the operational leader. It's based on leadership's goals and the company's mission statement and directives. Because keep in mind, like we said before, and if you're following along in the book, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It goes company, culture, and then the operational strategies. And you'll see that I always kind of sandwich it right in there because it's, you have already constructed it. In the mission statement and directives, you have constructed some sort of culture, some sort of, of conduct based upon the values and ethics that you have outlined in there. And that's fantastic. That, that allows solidarity throughout the entire company. So through commander's intent, you are providing guidelines, a, a baseline uh, uh, 
guidance. And as the smaller unit leader, so let's say, for instance, you're on a larger team, a larger element within a larger business, you can always go one step higher, right? Until you're the CEO or whoever the the chairman of the board is, and you're still never really going to find like an overall, unless you're in a tyrannical style, I don't know, maybe it's just like top-down approach, however you decide to do it, that's totally get it. But what I'm saying with the commander is that it's anybody who's in charge of that overall task. It is that person who has been put made responsible, right? Not just delegated the authority to somebody else, but they are responsible for mission success in the long term. Okay, so that is the commander's intent. If you happen to be that person, great, you're coming up with your own intent. And that is the purpose of accomplishing the overall mission in a professional manner. And what is a professional manner to you based upon the value and ethics that you have already constructed in the Mission statement and directives. Again, everything's 30,000 foot. We're whittling it down. We're narrowing it down. That is the whole point of the plan. It breaks it down into bite-sized pieces. Moving on to the center of gravity. This is the biggest pot of gold in the industry. It is the broader overall market. But what the center of gravity really is, well, it... It's where the market is pulling based upon demand. So population has massed, so to speak, and said, we need this. This is the driving demand. Okay, so in the book, I talked through a couple of different bullet points on here. As far as provide revenue drivers, what is the largest contribution margin that you could potentially make? What do the big dogs make that are out there? You're the most efficient company. You have by far the most efficient methodology of delivery. Um, how much money can actually be made out there? You know, there are some industries where it's just like I I personally wouldn't necessarily want to invest in that industry um, only because they have very, very, very small margins, which means that you've got a much, much, much higher barrier to entry. So center of gravity is, you know, you're kind of wringing your hands, looking at the, the overall scope, the overall industry, and what is available out there and where the market is pulling by demanding a solution. And you're going, okay, center of gravity is this, it's huge. It's the biggest market that's out there. It's what we could tap into. I'm basing this on all of my other different market research. Let's tap into that nucleus, that core element. The critical vulnerability is how we're going to get in there. It is that barrier to entry. And it is typically it's low-hanging fruit so that we can start making some cash. But also it's a market entry point that is a smaller market. It is a... It is a smaller market that we have the ability to saturate and potentially monopolize out of that. I've spoke before in other tutorial episodes about the biggest lie. Big companies trying to be small, small companies trying to be big. This 
if you're a startup or if you're a business leader who's going into another market and you're doing an entrepreneurial endeavor, what you're doing is looking for an outside smaller market that you have the ability to potentially capitalize and then grow into the greater market. So think about it like a bubble. And on the inside of a bubble, you have a great big, eh, let's say it's very small actually, but it has a, a, a great deal of mass to it. So there is a gravitational pull into it. Now everybody is on the outside of that bubble and you've got to figure out your method, your, your barrier to entry to get into the nucleus. What you're doing is you're figuring out how to basically land and then expand inside of that overall bubble in order to serve everybody that's in there. And that's just kind of a, a visual way to think about it because you do, you have the market is pulling more often than not in a concentrated way. You have people who might be geographically spread out who are concentrating online in order to go and address their needs. Um, there are different business models in order to address the critical vulnerability. And we've seen before in uh, past events where technology becomes a force multiplier for the little guy who then has the ability through a critical vulnerability to attack that overall center of gravity. So they pull a gigantic market out of brick and mortar and online, which a lot of us started shopping online and no longer frequenting the mall. So that's just a little bit of an example. And that leads into the overall exploitation plan. Because the exploitation plan describes how your your projected sales will actually be achieved just to draw a line directly out of the book for those of you who are following along. But the exploitation plan is greater than that. It's a 30,000 foot scope on how you're going to make that initial market entry and then actually grow to expand outside of that initial entry point. And again, it's 30,000 foot what we're talking about is marketing strategy and sales strategy and so on. With this specifically, what I want you to think of is this is a long-term exploitation plan. Okay, and like any other business plan, the five-paragraph business plan is a living document. This is not something that you chisel in stone and follow for the rest of your life. What it is with this exploitation plan is it talks about how you're going to make entry into that market. Let's say it wins, it fails, whatever it winds up being, and you're done making entry into that market and now you've grown. Typically, you want to update that exploitation plan on where you're going to go next. More often than not, when you come back into the five-paragraph business plan, you're going to notice that the, ex the execution paragraph is what you typically change. There are other things that are going to be uh, updated, right? The situation would be updated. I don't think that your mission statement and your directives are going to be updated. I, I mean, you're going to pivot on your product, but the overall scope and mission of your business should be the same. Um, but the point being is that an exploitation plan is definitely for in the long term, and it should be able to be broken down into smaller incremental goals that can then be attacked as individual objectives 
And that is going to be for your smaller operational uh, team leaders. And we'll get into that in a little bit. We talk about the promotion strategy. We talk about customer service and support strategy. And like I was saying in previous episodes, throughout the execution paragraph and throughout the five-paragraph business plan, please keep in mind, this is a long-term document. Yes, a living document, but it is very much so customer-centric. That is the whole point, is you're addressing the needs of a population. Uh, You're going to notice also in our contact methodology, because there's a primary, alternate, contingent, and an emergency contact methodology for how we do stuff through customer support based upon the level of customer. And that can be something that you choose to implement, you do not choose to implement. Just a little bit of foreshadowing for the latter episode. All right, so finally, we're going to get into the desired end state. This is a fancy term for saying, what do you what do you think the, the goal at the end of this specific execution paragraph that we're writing right now, what should be the desired end state? You will have two of them, essentially. If you are the executive leader or the operational leader, doesn't matter you will basically have two desired end states. One being, once we get to the end of this, our company should be in this status. That will help our overall mission in this way. So let me reiterate this. You take your commander's intent. We want to accomplish the overall mission in a professional manner, whatever that is, based upon the mission directives, the value, so on and so forth, okay? Then what you've done is you've highlighted the center of gravity, the critical vulnerability, and then a 30,000-foot exploitation plan for how you are going to exploit the critical vulnerability, that barrier to entry into the marketplace, and then how you're going to saturate it overall. So a marketing strategy, a sales strategy, promotion strategy, and especially customer service and support. So now at the end, you've got a desired end state. I put in here things such as satisfied customer, returning customer. Of course, profit durability, you're building a business. You need to make money. That's the point in building a business. I understand that you're adding value to the world, and that's great. If you're not making money, you're not in business, and you're doing this wrong. Okay, so at the end, it's totally fine to say, you know, you want to break even, you want to make money. I totally get that. In all of my desired end states, what I say is, is the customer satisfied? Can you back that up? Is the customer satisfied enough to where they're willing to give me a testimony, right? Because I'm going to ask you folks who are out there, please, by all means, use the five paragraph business plan. If it works for you, I hope that you take a testimony and you send it to me in a text message or whatever, any type of video, send it in a email. It doesn't matter, but get it over to me because I would love to hear your thoughts. And that's the whole point. If you're satisfied, you're so satisfied that you would love to tell me about it. Please tell me about it in a video, you know, and, and, We will post that video. We will share it in our different various networks and what have you. But the point being, though, is that a desired end state from an operational leadership side, 
starts with the customer. Is everybody satisfied? Is everybody good? Rock on. Are people willing to go forward and talk about our product, good service, whatever we've offered here? Is there going to be some sort of word of mouth that goes out? I care very deeply about that, that other folks are sharing this and, and willing to share it and want to use it. That That's fantastic to me. That is one of my desired end states as a commander with the five-paragraph business plan. Yes, okay, I have break-even charts and profit durability and so on and so forth. Yes, I have all of those different things that are outlined. But also, let's say, for instance, you're an operational leader and you've completed these baseline objectives. The desired end state will be this, and that is how it plugs into the overall mission. And it can be any task, it can be any objective, so long as it rates sitting down and having to actually write out a five-paragraph business plan. So if you're a business leader and you're going, hey, I'm going to write out this five-paragraph business plan for this project, blah, 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 this desired end state right here, this is highly important. And I don't think a lot of us pay very close attention to this. Because there's a big, huge nugget of why you're doing something. Because you have the desired end state at the end of this operation, and then the desired end state and how it fits into accomplishing the overall goals of the company. Remember that, and that's huge for when we move forward. In the next episode, we're going to be rolling into the time that is typically available in the different timelines. We're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff, concept of operations and, and the scheme of maneuvering around and how we're going to do all sorts of stuff. I thank you so much for listening to these five paragraph business plan tutorials. And as I said before earlier on, feel free to download the templates, go through the templates, check it all out, listen to the tutorials. If you like what you're listening to, get on the phone with us. Once you've completed that first 15 minutes, we're going to fill out the workbook along with you, and you're going to have a starting point to jump off of. If the conversation trails on, so be it, what have you. But what I'm saying is within that first 15 minutes, you're at least going to have a starting point. So long as you know we're going back and forth and conversing and answering the questions. But what I mean is we are here to help. That's the whole point. We're here to help. Be a part of this community. Start talking with us. Uh, we're going back and forth all the time and start us on our Facebook. Uh, we do a variety of different things. Check us out. You can follow our podcast, Cigars and Seed Stories. Uh, if you're following along right now and you're listening to the episodes out in the ether, I highly advise that you check out 5paragraph.com. Again, that's 5 paragraph. Dot com And you'll see what I'm talking about. It'll zip you back over to this page. What we've done with five paragraph business plan, because it's based on the military's operations order. Uh, a lot of us had served in the military, but come out into the civilian world and said, hey, you know, this is great. We love all of the business and everything else. Let's do this in an action oriented way. You know, here here is our billet, the highest ability or the most important role that we had in the military. Here's all of our ability to be able to train. Let's put a lot of these templates that we were using in the military and a lot of this education that we got, 
coming out of the military. A lot of us were instructors. Uh, we care very deeply about our, our profession while we we're in uniform and in receiving an education in business and entrepreneurship and getting out. We've been through several different other certifying agencies and organizations as far as entrepreneurship and business is concerned. And there are a variety of us who are advisors just because we enjoy doing this. The five paragraph business plan tutorials are here for you to be able to listen to whenever you want. We have created a forum on Cigars and Sea Stories, which you'll see the link in here as well. And that that forum is our community crosstalk. Uh, you can also follow us online at Cigars and Sea, at Cigars and Sea. And that is, that is not just our podcast, but that is the overall community. So, and, and that is what a five paragraph business plan was born out of was that community. So we thank you so much for listening to another episode of five paragraph business plan tutorials. I really hope that you've got a lot of value out of these tutorials. Thank you so much for being a part of this five paragraph business plan community and downloading the templates and going through our book and going through our workbook. I really do appreciate it. You are adding value to the world. Keep going. Stay in touch with us. We are here to help. Keep listening.